0: Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast, hosted by the legend himself, or as I refer to him, the legend in his own mind, Rav Hawley. Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast. I am your host, Rav Hawley. This is the Libertarian Hour, where we discuss everything from current events to politics to even van life and people vehicle dwelling, living differently, living minimalistically, and trying to be more off-grid out from underneath. Big Brother's thumb uh today's guest again we have my uh good buddy uh libertarian friend john leonard's going to be joining us today uh so without further ado let's see if we can get john in the room what's going on buddy what's up rav i like your uh like your backdrop there buddy doing good putting
1: the 60 inch to use
0: nice i got an echo on my end oh do you yeah oh boy let's see uh, is it pretty bad it, Well, if, yeah. if you're getting an echo it,
1: it, It's like I'm hearing myself singing the star-spangled banner in the, the old MetLife, uh, stadium.
0: Hmm. If you're getting an echo, we're probably getting in the chat too. <clears throat> hey, random nomad, how you doing, buddy? Can you let me know if you're hearing an echo? Is John's mic echoing? Cause the last time I had a guest on here, I had an echo problem as well. So don't know what's causing it. Yeah. Yep. Random Nomad, here's the echo too. Let's see. Echo,
1: well, echo cancellation's on. Let me turn it off.
0: Maybe I should turn echo it on. on. I think I have echo cancellation off, so maybe let me turn it on. See if that fixes anything. How's that sound? You still get an echo? It's gone. Ga- Is it gone? It's gone on my end. Gone okay. My end. Perfect. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, doing well, thanks. Other than the echo, okay. Can you still hear the echo, uh, Random Nomad? Or we did we fix it? You want to say something, John?
1: Great. Yeah. No. He says he can't hear it now. So.
0: Okay. Good. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Uh, the only re- the r- if you remember the last time you were on, I turned the echo uh, cancellation off because it, it gives like a little. Uh, it causes a uh, some reverb in the audio, but I'd rather have the reverb than the echo. So we will just go like this.
1: Yeah. You're movement turned your autofocus to your hands. You're
0: now. <laughs> it did. There we go. <laughs> there,
1: there you go. There you go. Technology. God it, almighty. It wouldn't be,
0: a, it wouldn't be a, an American Nomad podcast without some kind of freaking uh, technical <laughs> glitch, dude. I've been doing this for a year, and still every time there's something, always something. Always. Anyway, man, uh, good to have you on the show again. I actually had some people actually requesting to have you back on, so it's really good cool. to actually have you on.
1: I'm going to try to hang with it. I've got... Um free plug for god's tea for <laughs> right wash my heat and mouth out yep. as i speak freedom and liberty to everybody hallelujah to awake. i've been awake since four this morning oh. it's 10 p.m on the east coast and uh with four kids i only got interrupted two times last night while i was sleeping so it was a great night
0: great night i'm still uh yeah, i'm still on the day. monster
1: They kill my kidneys, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Same here. But without, since I had COVID, man, I was actually telling my buddy Damien that was just down from Washington. I mean, Damien Javier that was just down from Washington. Uh, that, uh, since I had COVID, man, I don't, my energy level is probably maybe about 30% of what it used to be. Mm -hmm. So without a monster, I have a hard time getting through the day. It's kind of weird. Uh, like I have. I am I've always taken vitamins but it's uh it's like I have the energy of like a 80 year old man now. I yeah, talked to my crazy. I talked to my dad who's eight. he just turned 81 and he was he's telling me that uh in Texas a lot of people I guess it's you know how you know how freaking Texans are and stuff that they're taking like it's called like miticillin or something like that it's like a dewarmer for horses but they're taking Ivermectin, yeah. They think they think it's uh it's going to protect them from COVID. But he said, like, somebody else that had COVID started taking it, and they started feeling a lot better. So, hell, I'm at the point where I'll take anything.
1: Well, in India, it's funny you bring that up. In India, what they're doing is they're passing out PACs, okay? So, India has one-ninth the hospitalization rate for COVID cases as the United States. Right. And you would
0: think it would be decimating people over there in India.
1: Slumps. What the government's done is they pass out the PACs, what they're calling them, but they contain... It's a Z pack, so is right. your standard, what you would get from the doctor if you have bronchitis or something, just in case. Uh, high dose vitamin D, high dose vitamin E, and high dose zinc. People start feeling bad, they give those things out. I think they have a cost of about a dollar uh, for the government to give out to everybody. They have one ninth the hospitalization rate. Uh, you ask to be quarantined. I've got a about it. We have, have the Rona. The uh, luckily we did not. I uh, went and got tested, got the old nasal swab, but uh, we immediately, we were already taking vitamins, us, the kids, immediately started high dosing that. We upped, uh, I don't want to go down the Jane Baker Road, but the colloidal silver, uh, its it's got real antibacterial properties and stuff, and we would do a dose of that every day. We started upping that for us and the kids, uh, and it actually, within a couple of days, the head cold symptoms that we were having as a family uh, and the fever and a couple other things started subsiding. So I don't know. I tested negative, but the tests are whatever, you know, it wasn't the, the long drawn out PCR test. It wasn't the rapid test, but it was the short self swab nasal test. So, uh, you know, as much as you can trust the testing and the false positives and the false negatives that you get from those things. Uh, but I know it was, it was about a week all of us finally killed crummy, uh, flu or cold like symptoms. It wasn't real severe. Uh, but again, my wife and I both work retail and we work in the public 50 hours a week. And we have since the beginning of this, just full flesh, you know, we wear a mask, we have partitions cause that's what jobs require, but we've, we've been out in the public since day one with this thing. So maybe we've been exposed. Maybe we had it. Maybe we didn't. What about, I, I
0: don't know. What about the kiddos or the kiddos uh, in daycare or where are the kiddos at during the day? Uh, family. Okay. Uh,
1: so, you know, but we still have, um, well, One's in school. Uh, So, first half of the year was virtual. Uh, Came back to school. COVID case hit the school, shut down, virtual. Now back to in person learning, uh, which is real up and down. And I could do a whole show about the the detriment this is having on children. You know, today I actually saw a two year old in my store who uh, his mask kept falling down. He was pulling it up and he was almost crying because his mask wouldn't stay up. Right. Uh, the The psychological impact of this is going to be felt for generations and generations, just like here in America, we have the saying "Clean your plate, don't leave food." Well, that started in the Depression because you didn't know right. what your next meal was. next meal was. That's exactly. This right. is a multi generational uh, behavioral adjustment uh, here in America that's going on.
0: Well, here's the here's the the flip side of that though, uh, John is. Uh, I've said this, I predicted this back, uh, months and months ago, uh, probably in August, I said after the election, uh, if Trump were to lose the election, that all of this, uh, all of this fear mongering that we're getting out of the media, it's all going to start subsiding. They're going to, they want to get everything back to just normal. And as soon as Biden's in office, you know, you're already seeing, you know, it's nothing but positivity about Biden. In, in the media about, yes. you know, for them, it's all unicorns and rainbows again. Now that they have Bi- that they're going to have Biden in office. So they're going to succeed because they want everything to be good again. You're going to start seeing them uh, lessening the restrictions. I wouldn't be I wouldn't doubt it if everything opens back up within two months by March. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, I think I mean, we're already seeing it. Cuomo's flip flop. you see a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, Newsom's trying to flip flop now and backpedal? Whether or not they're actually feeling pressure for their jobs, I doubt it. I don't think they actually give a rat's ass uh, about people, their job. They're in the in the seat. They know they're going to keep it. And the, you know, I'm I'm somewhere torn, right? You know, it, it, I could go down the the heavy conspiracy road, uh, but you and I, you know, like I've said before, the deep state is real. The Great Reset is real. The globalist agenda is real uh and you know you almost have to wonder and i say this all the time is what's scarier that there's these people that are actually pulling the strings that have an agenda or that everybody's actually just this freaking stupid that's in government and just all this stuff happens and no one actually has the foresight to think that when we shut down the economy when we shut down business that the country is going to fall apart and there's going to be ramifications from it and nobody thought about that it's just like the capital you mean to tell me that nobody actually thought that there was a chance for actually mass unrest in washington dc all the left has been saying is how this is going to be horrible he's he's forming fear he's fear-mongering he's whipping up the base he's trying to incite violence but yet there was no guards no national guard no additional police force no additional security no barricades put out ahead of time and now look what they're doing at the inauguration they shut down D.C., they fenced it in, they put up razor wire, they have every National Guard troop available, they have rifles, they have live ammunition, they have armored vehicles. Wait, so now you can foreshadow it, but last week you couldn't foreshadow it. This is, uh, people are being played. I agree. Mean, this is oh, I agree. the dumbest thing I've ever absolutely heard in my life where people actually think that this wasn't planned. The Capitol protest was planned, the access to the building was planned, Look, do I think there were legitimate Trump supporters that caught up in the group that went in there that that did things they shouldn't do? Yeah, I do. Look, I'm a libertarian. I actually haven't voted for Trump either time. So you know, but the point is, what do I think is more likely is that this was a great photo opportunity for Republicans and Democrats. Immediately when this happened, this gave every Republican a reason with their base to distance themselves from Trump, back away not support contesting the election, not support investigating it anymore. Let's move on. Bygones are bygones. It's time to get the country back together. Look what's happened. Nobody was saying that in May when Minneapolis was burning.
0: Oh, exactly. And uh, I was, you know, I'm kind of been going back through history on stuff. And I remember, uh, gosh, what state was it? Missouri? No, I can't remember. It's one state that... uh, like in 2011, uh, the Democrats took over the entire Capitol building and 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 held it for like 11 days or something like that. You remember that? Yeah, I oh, can- yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember where. Yeah, no, I don't remember <laughs> where that was. But you know, I mean, I just think back to the what the the sit-in that Pelosi staged for gun rights and yeah, you know, they're saying preaching gun rights. So look at the riot at the Capitol. Yeah, Capitol police they literally shot and killed an unarmed woman through two doorways. Two look, I was a cop. Two, two freaking doorways. There is not a use of force policy, training procedure anywhere that makes that acceptable. Now there's some secret policy at the Capitol that that hallway has top secret whatever in it, and if anybody breaches that door, you're to shoot and kill them on the spot. But uh, I find that probably a bit unconstitutional if that policy does exist. And unfortunately, a veteran gave their life for their country. In the Capitol building, that is our building. It's our freaking building. It's the people's house. If I want to walk around it, so freaking be it. I'm going to walk around
0: it. Exactly. Uh, so, Random Nomad just says, oh no, Newsmax just sent me a notification. The NRA just filed bankruptcy. Yeah, I heard that earlier this morning.
1: Great. They're a horrible organization.
0: They're also moving to Texas, though. I've been. Im-
1: I mean, look. I, i'm super pro gun uh but the nra does nothing but roll over roll over roll over exactly roll over, and they don't stand for crap anymore
0: they uh, used to uh,
1: yeah they used to Wayne LaPierre. the c it needs to be gone all of the upper yeah. executives in the nra need to be gone they need to get people who
0: actually give a crap except the uh, girl yeah. except the, the hot girl that they have as a spokesperson what is her name she should uh, be the she should be the president of the know, nra she's the only one know, that really stands they, up for anything uh,
1: they had uh, uh, their spokespeople, right? So, Colin Noir uh, became a spokesperson. Dom Rasso, former Navy SEAL. Right. There's the people you want in charge the of the NRA. There's the people you want in charge of the That's NRA. That's the real people. That's people who can speak from experience. The people have the legal expertise. The people have the motivation, the willpower, and understand what freedom is and what the actual gun crowd wants and what the pro 2nd amendment people
0: need the only reason that well the only thing because i'm still a member of the nra i have been for like 12 years the only thing that you really get now from the NRA you don't you never hear from them you know back in the day you get back a at knife once a year or something. no you don't even get a pocket knife anymore you get stickers <laughs> they send you you know well, they're, that's nice yeah man. they're, they're kind of nice yeah. stickers but that's about all you get used to they used to give you something like a pocket knife or you know you got something from them for your membership but you don't get really anything anymore uh you know but but the only reason I don't want them to go away is because uh, the left don't really understand the, uh, the the ins and outs of the NRA, and they just celebrate. You know, they're celebrating because you know that's a headline that the NRA has filed bankruptcy, so they're celebrating that. So that's why I don't want the NRA because. Uh, uh, I don't want them to go away because then that's just something else for the Democrats to feel like they've won because they've been trying to, they've well, been trying so, to dismantle the NRA for years.
1: So Let's ask the question. Why didn't they file bankruptcy last month before the election?
0: Oh, I know they're, you, you, they're you useless want, you
1: want to bring the base. You want to bring the second amendment base up and get them motivated, show that you're having trouble, file bankruptcy early, get them motivated to get to the polls. Instead. Now they've waited till this is a done deal next week biden gets inaugurated it's like oh uh by the way we're bankrupt and we're just going to roll over we're going to move to texas we're going to reorganize they will never be what they were again yeah, never they're, they're done in the coffin somebody needs to start a new organization that's I agree with that. used to do what the nra did uh but uh, good luck with that yeah. I, I mean i the the amount of legislation that's getting ready to get rammed through in the first uh, 100 days of this administration the executive orders that are going to get signed uh, buckle up Buttercup
0: is going to be a roller coaster. Oh it is unless uh, you know unless unless uh, you know there's a real uprising and uh, like I told you yesterday via text I just uh, feel like I feel like conservatives talk a good game but when it comes right down to it they're just too big of pussies. I mean if you look at the capital yeah. thing, uh, it's all basically it's all basically uh, a majority of it is just overhyped propaganda. I mean, that thing you see, like you see video of like all of the riot, supposed rioters walking through the velvet ropes in a straight line making, you know, they've got like velvet ropes up there. Now, you did have a group, a small, very small group that were there hell bent on getting a hold of Nancy Pelosi and probably some other, you know, left politicians. But I don't think the majority of that crowd were those people. You just had this little, you know, like you always do in every group.
1: Well, before I was shut down on Facebook uh, today from posting on other groups and other uh, uh, feeds, which, by the way, I've not talked to you in the last 30 minutes or an hour. It's been person after person after person has got the same notification to me. The purge is on, bro. Oh, yeah, Facebook, oh, for sure. Everybody's being shut down. I can post to my own page, and so can they, but you can't interact on any uh, actual pages, community groups. Post comments to anybody who's not on your friends list. It is all shut down. It's all it's all ahead of the inauguration to help prevent what they feel would be an actual uprising uh, among the people. Right. I'm going to pause that for a second. So, I, I was uh, in a uh, debate uh, with on the local newspaper page because they posted an AP article that said there is proof that people were planning to assassinate members of the House. And my reply was assassinate with what their bare hands when you plan on assassinating somebody you generally show up with weapons and they're like oh they literally said well somebody they built a gallows like, oh, what year is this is this 1942 right. no so it's a mass assault gallows right i mean i said it shoots three truck loads of home depot lumber every 3.2 seconds and it has the ghost blade on it it's a it's an assault gallows is that what you're trying to tell me they're like well they had a fire extinguisher and i'm like was to go unarmed Break into one of the most heavily armed, secure buildings. Bludgeon the speaker.
0: Oh, we're losing you, John. I mean,
1: that's the worst freaking movie I've ever seen.
0: I think your connection's cutting out on us. Oh, sorry. I hate my wireless. God, oh Oh, that's, you know, hey, it's. A- it's part of being, uh, you know, when you live in rural areas, you're not going to have the best internet. <laughs> yeah, I get it.
1: It's, it's, it's not. Um, so, uh, yeah, sorry, I was cutting out. The point, was, the, the point I was making in this argument with the person is you'll know when people are actually revolting because it won't be 200 people with sticks and signs. It'll be 15,000 people with
0: rifles. More than that. It'll be, you know, you're, you could be talking, uh, you know, 50,000 yeah. people if it, if, everybody, uh, if it pops off. Uh, let's see. Simples 707. Can you guys do me a favor and say happy birthday to my friend Ross, call him a fanny or just make fun of him? Well, uh, Simples, we can say happy birthday to your good friend Ross. So happy birthday, Ross. If it's your birthday, so happy, birthday. happy birthday. We're not going to make fun of him though. Cause, Cause we mom don't, mom re- we don't really know who he is. So, uh, I don't think it's fair for us to make fun of him. <laughs> But uh, there you go, simples. Good to see you. Good to see you, simples. I don't. uh, You look like you're new here, so I just want to welcome you to the show. Yeah. uh, So anyway, let's let's get to our topic. We're uh, already 19 minutes in. So the topic of the show today is uh, I want to uh, put it out there. It's the. The war against free speech is on, and it has been now for several years in this country, uh, with a liberal agenda uh, wanting to police everybody's speech. It basically started with a PC politically correct police about what about five seven years ago, something like that, yeah. and it's just progressively gotten worse. Uh, and you know now it's even if you see that the new House rules uh, that they can't say father or mother. Did you see this? can't Say father, I mean, father brother, yeah, brother, man, any, any of that. It's gender identifying, Fine. yeah.
1: So, I, I find it hard. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, if they can't say it, how can they write legislation to legislate the country for it? I, I mean, they're gonna stand up there and just uh talk in he, thems, theys. I don't, you know, whatever moody the millennial wants to be identified
0: as it's uh it's this whole agenda from you know from the loony left but my whole point is is what I want to try to get across to people is when you start policing speech it's a slippery slope because the left right now and the, for the for you know like the last 5 6 years that's what that's what led to the Trump presidency was all the p- mm-hmm. pc police and all that bullshit that people were getting fed up with uh, that's why Trump won. Uh, it was a big fu to those kind of people because, because as everybody knows, Trump is not politically correct himself and he kind of rails against that stuff as well. Uh, but the problem with being uh, talking about, quote, hate speech. So back in 1973 in the UK, the English uh, student count, uh, God, student council, I can't remember exactly what they were called. They were mostly led by Zionist Jews this uh, student council, right? And, uh, there were some attacks and there was some derogatory names that were hurled at them. So they banded together and decided to pass on all of these college campuses. They decided to like in Sussex and stuff, they decided to pass, uh, this, uh, no hate speech. That was like the first time people had ever heard of it was like in 73. And so they passed this no hate speech, which basically they, uh, labeled no racist speech a very short time after that uh zionism on the campus became labeled as racist so the very people that created this little these little rules ended up being the very people that these rules were directed towards so they were, they were celebrating when they passed the no hate speech thing. And then within two or three years, they were the people that were being targeted as being racist and, and using hate speech when they were talking about their Zionist, you know, uh, agenda. So you just got to be careful with uh, when you start policing speech, because what may be hate speech to you may not be hate speech to me. Does that make sense? What, what, what offends me may not offend you. You know, I may get offended by the, you know, when somebody says redneck, you know what I mean? So where do we draw the line? I mean, if you're, if you're calling somebody a redneck, that's pretty derogatory. Now, right now, nobody thinks anything about it because it's just everyday slang that's being thrown around. But, you know, there's a derogatory name for like cigarettes or, you know, what I'm talking about, the F word for gay people, you know, that we really don't use now. But when I was a kid. I remember calling other kids in the gymnasium, you know, when we're getting ready. Everybody used that word on a on a regular basis. It was just everyday slang. But then you get the PC police, these little liberal agendas that decide that there's a word that offends them and then they want to, you know, then they're on the brigade of, you know, we got to we got to ban this word where nobody can say it. Uh, when it comes to to words like the N word, I mean Everybody should be allowed to say the N-word if they want to say the N-word. You know, I think people should do it out of re- not say it out of respect for black people because it's hurtful yeah. to black people. You know what I mean? So if you well, if you have good moral fortitude, is, you shouldn't say it.
1: I agree. And speech has consequences. Right? Exactly. So, you know, if I say the N-word and, and I and I mean it in that manner and I say it to a black person, I get punched in my face
0: that's consequences that's a consequence yeah. i mean
1: just deal with it you know this is turned into it, it it's got it's so ironic you know the left just drumming up that the right is the new nazi party they're fascist when really it's the left that are eliminate history removing speech. They are the modern day brown shirts. If you go back and you look at how Hitler actually came to power, the things he did in society and culture, erased actual history to come up with a new version of Aryan history, erased books that didn't agree with, erased speech, controlled the newspaper, shut down newspapers, you know, wear a star on your sleeve, mark your store, uh does any of that strike a chord with anybody about what's going on in our country currently identify yourself don't say this don't say that you can't do this you can't do that you can't have a platform where you can express your views those platforms have to be shut down so when a platform comes out that actually allows you to do that they band together and they shut it down
0: exactly um you know and and but where does you know where is it going to end I mean, as long as you let – as long as us conservatives let them c- keep pushing, they're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And we're at the point now to where we're in a society where they're trying to tell us that boys that have – these boys, these children that have decided that they're girls get to compete in girls' athletics and they're dominating girls' athletics in a, at a high – you know, at a junior high and high school level. I mean, if you went back, if you went back to the '80s, and even told a Democrat that this is where we would be in 2020, they would laugh you out of out. They'd laugh you out of the room. Nobody would believe where we're at in 2020. We're supposed to be progressing. We're reversing. We're reversing into Looney Land.
1: Well, the the Democratic Party has become the communist
0: party. Exactly
1: party has become the democratic party in the sixties and elected kennedy and the actual conservative movement the liberty-minded movement is dead in this country that's why i'm a libertarian because it's the only actual major party that cares crap about liberty that thinks frankly you want to be gay great you want to smoke weed Great. great you want to carry fully automatic while you walk your adopted children to school and you're a gay couple in a whole foods market i don't really give a crap it's your business what you do. it's none of my business it's your business Yep. yeah i mean so the actual liberty movement in this country because people want to trade liberty for surety equality and security and none of those things exist none of them exist it is all a sleight of hand uh what is it uh in the uh, Wolf of Wall Street was uh, Matthew McConaughey. It's fugazi. It's not fugazi. real. It's, yeah. it's ethereal. It's not here. It doesn't. It's. It's. It never has. Never was. There is no security.
0: Well, you know, the sad part about it is the old neocon, the old neocons, the uh, GOP neocons. You know, even like Bush Junior, Bush Senior. They're actually, you know, Reagan was. He was more libertarian. But he was the last major po- Republican politician that had those liberty roots. Once you hit George Bush Sr., who was, you know, the former director of the CIA, deep state, s- deep, state deep state, very into the NWO, him and Henry Kissinger. I mean, here's another thing that I, I, I'm i going to bring this up because I'll forget it if I don't. So what I've noticed, uh, I used to have all of these talking points when I would be able to tell, you know, all of these videos that I could, you know, just this pull up really quick on YouTube to send to my liberal friends when I start talking to them about the NWO and stuff, they've all been scrubbed from the internet. You know, the Bush speech, uh, where he starts talking about the new world points of light where he's talking about the New World Order in his speech. He goes, One day we're gonna one day soon we're gonna bring on a new world order. And at that time in the eighties, when he was talking about that, nobody even people were sitting there in front of their TV and had no idea what the hell he was talking about. When he said New World Order, these people you know, the people like our parents were sitting there thinking, Oh, a new world order, ain't that nice? Everybody's just gonna, you know, sing kumbaya and you know, it's gonna be sunflowers and daisies, and everybody, you know, in the world's gonna be so happy happy we're all going to be the, we are the world remember that was like back when the yeah. we are the world song yeah, come out funny
1: about that speech is i was actually pretty pretty heavily in the church at that point in time and, and, and uh, my old scoutmaster was actually an evangelical fire brimstone preacher at the time uh and and oh, that tripped his trigger oh, i'm did not it? gonna lie that did not get past him at and, all uh, at all he heard that and and of course he went straight to revelations and right okay, that that sunday it was like you know but, yeah, which is great to listen to uh but it, it's funny how those things always have a tinge of truth and people who understand what's being said are going to point out what was said and you know my uh most recent thing that i've been trying to get people to see is they're not even hiding it anymore no it's you in can, plain sight you, you can listen to world economic forum Actually, says right there in their great reset video, you're going to own nothing, Nothing. you're going to rent everything. You have every major central bank and politician on board with it. If you look, and there was a a meme going around, but it's true. Every politician, Merkel, Trudeau, they're standing in front of these banners talking about COVID, but the slogan is build back better. Well, that's the World Economic Forum's slogan for the great reset. Well, that's, been,
0: totally the, that's been the that's been the NWO agenda though for 35 years since the 90s. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we, and and, to... and less population. It's what people oh, don't yeah. understand. If you look at COVID, you look at the vaccine that's coming out that everybody's you know, they're they're running at a sprint to get in the front of the line to take this vaccination. And then you look at COVID which to me at this point, you know, I wouldn't it it's just I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago. I said, you know, when you really look at COVID and you think about it, this is an election year. The only thing that could have cost Trump the election was COVID. Without COVID, you don't have mail-in ballots. Without mail-in ballots, Trump is not going to lose this election. He, there, I mean, or you know, I don't even know that he lost it, but it wouldn't even been because they knew they could manipulate the mail-in ballots. Now, the reason I voted for Trump is because he was a big FU to the left and to, to, to the Democrats is basically the reason I voted for him. The other reason I voted for him is because he's always been an anti-NWO person. I mean, that's why him and Alex Jones, I mean, the first person, you know, when— Alex Jones got thrown off social media, what was it been, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, that they come down uh, on yeah, Alex I mean, Jones? I than, yeah, probably two years ago. Yeah, now. that they... I mean, that was,
1: he was the first casual. Yep, uh, and, uh, and I said early. then. I don't really think he was. Breitbart was the first casual. Yeah, casualty, that's true.
0: I'm, that's really deep state. That's really... But when Alex got thrown off, I said, hmm, and you know, everybody on the left was just, oh my God, it's about time. And, and even I had friends on the right, a lot of friends on the right They go, yeah, you know, that foil hat guy, you know, he just makes us look bad. He just makes, you know, any, you know, he makes Trump look bad, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, but it's a really slippery slope because they come for Alex Jones today. How long is it going to take before they come for you? And it wasn't that long.
1: No. And, and back to my point today, Ron Paul I know, fan from Facebook. The guy. The all he does on Facebook is he shows his speeches. He posts his weekly newsletter that he's been writing since 1976. He has been writing this newsletter. He is well respected on both sides of the aisle. They may not like what he has to say, but his knowledge of economics, the Federal Reserve, the economy, the global monetary system, and basically the shit show that they've created is pretty much unmatched. He knows it better than anybody.
0: Oh, well, all he. Boom, he gets shut down. All he, all he's been doing for the last uh, 25, 30 years is just talking about big government and how big government's ruining the country. He's just railed yeah. against big government, which, like every libertarian does. And now big they're shutting and banks. And banks. And now they're shutting him down. But that's my point. If you think about, if you think about Alex Jones, as crazy as Alex Jones sounds, he's been right about a lot of things. If you look at the Bohemian Grove, if you look at that stuff, I mean, that's all hundred percent legit. Yeah. You know, I always
1: took Alex Jones. He he had the he had the legitimate deep state thing, and to me, and this is me, it, it was almost like listen. It was the uh, 8 A M coast to coast radio show that comes yeah. on like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know when they're, they're talking about they're they're being doing a serious deep state story, and you know when it is this just it's like watching the X Files. You had that main plot line that was serious, and then you had those one off episodes that were just outlandish. I always knew when Alex Jones was just being outlandish. Right. But then there were episodes where. The deep state thing was real. Real, yeah. The, the tone was real, was, and and it always crossed over. I'm gonna bring back Breitbart. It always crossed over with what Breitbart was yep. saying, uh, and you know now you have people like the uh, Veritas Project that are doing the same types of things, and I mean, God bless these guys. They don't know it, or maybe they do. They're in danger. Well, what they, get, they, they are in absolute mortal peril, and I don't think that they know that.
0: What what gets me is, well, I'm sure they do, because everybody looks at Andrew Breitbart. But what gets me is if you lined up, I think a thousand conservatives showed them a picture of Andrew Breitbart, because they 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 hear the name Breitbart and they just think of it's a it's an alt right news organization. It's just a it's a it's a racist alt right proud boys. Uh, you know racist news organization is what they've been that's what they've been the propaganda they've been spoon-fed for the last yeah. two or three since the North Carolina thing or whatever it was the yeah. March on North Carolina uh, when people started first hearing about Breitbart but they have no idea that Andrew Breitbart used to be he used to work for the Drudge Report back in the day and he started railing against the left, and he actually made a video where he was like, F the left. I actually had the little clip, and then he just goes, war. And then he ends up dead on his sidewalk in front of his Brentwood home here in in Los Angeles in California.
1: I, I mean, a man with no prior health conditions, I don't, no known nothing. issues, not a small guy. I'm not Mm-mm. a small guy, but <coughs> dead of an apparent heart attack with no known reason and no medical history.
0: Just like a, what's Seth uh, Seth what the what's the kid's name that was uh, the whistleblower on Hillary Clinton? The,
1: oh uh, yeah, him uh, and uh, then uh, guys, get late. I'm getting tired. Of, uh, the the musicians that killed themselves. Yeah. they were exposed to yeah. child pornography. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: they committed uh, suicide all of a sudden. Audio slave and uh, yes. uh Chester Chester from Lincoln Park. Yeah, yep. they were actually yep. going after and talking about uh, a child you know, child trafficking. And then both of them just automatically within a week of, or like a week or a month of each other commit suicide. Uh, The other one was, uh, my God, I can't think of his name. He's one of my favorite musicians. I'm just having a brain, you know, it's what happens when you're live. But uh, yeah, but then, you know, what I'm, my point is that was liberals. They're, they're walking around with their heads in the sand. They really don't know any of this stuff. They have no idea any of this stuff is going on. They have no idea who Andrew Breitbart is, and they have no idea that he just mysteriously ended up dead on the sidewalk here. What, like, was it six, seven years ago now? Well, Chris and, Cornell. And it, yes, random yeah, nomad. Chris, yeah.
1: And, and they, they've shut down and don't want to listen to actual um, a conversation and, and listen to points and actual, you know, I don't know if you ever took debate in high school. Yeah, or, I did. Or, college to, you know actual how you write it to prove your point yeah. uh, you can have a conversation with somebody and i, I had a, was having a conversation about minimum wage uh yesterday and the person once i i literally showed them the federal reserve's website where the actual problem is that the us dollar has lost ninety percent of its value and it's on the federal reserve's website and i showed them the federal reserve website that admits that all they could respond with was ad hominem attacks red yeah. herring arguments and straw man arguments and i said look we agree there's an income gap i want people to be able to go to work and not be in poverty and work wherever they want to the problem isn't that business needs to pay more the problem is that your money's worth less exactly and i'm going to an example of that is uh, so i own physical silver and physical gold right now i can take two uh, half dollar pieces that are 90% silver. That the last year they minted those was 1964, and I could take those and I could go to a coin shop and I could turn them in and I'd get right now it was somewhere between 15 and 16 dollars for those two coins, maybe almost 20. Actually, I have to look at spot price. Uh, but I could take that one dollar and that would almost fill up my gas tank. Right. The money, actual money, is still valuable. The currency we have in our pocket is just paper. It's paper it's, it's monopoly worthless. money,
0: yep. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here's here's the biggest thing a lot of people miss with the minimum wage thing, and uh, I had to have this conversation with my son like five years ago, uh, you know, because when I when I came into the workforce back in like '89, the minimum wage was three thirty-five an hour, and I remember you know I remember a time when they were talking about five dollars an hour, you know, and I was poor working like at Arby's and shit like that. So when they started talking about five dollars an hour, I'm like I was all for it. The problem is, is when I remember when minimum wage went to $5 an hour, when minimum wage went to $5 an hour, everything else went up. You know what I mean? You're at at $3.35 an hour, we're paying $0.88 a gallon for gas. Then all of a sudden we get minimum wage at $5 an hour. We got about probably maybe a six to eighth month cushion there. Where everything stayed pretty much the same price, but then after about six to eight months, everything started inching up. And then all of a sudden, you you pull into the gas station one day, and you're like, "Jesus Christ, gas is a dollar thirty nine a gallon? That's insane!" Where it had been eighty eight cents just you know eight months before, when when you know minimum wage was three thirty five. When they raise minimum wage, it's just an excuse for them to push inflate or you know push prices on up to where you know higher than what they they actually you know would be. Yeah. If and the minimum wage had stayed where it was. Yeah. And the, and the, with right now with that, you know, that's just Biden pandering to hit to the left. He's just pandering to the left to get them to go that a boy. That's why we voted for Biden. He's, he's a people's president. What they don't understand is all of these small businesses have been closed. The last thing that they need to be hit with is a is a hike in their employees is a pay hike for their employees. They're barely hanging on as it is, and now they've okay. got to now they've got to come back and jumpstart everything and get everything going again with a fifteen dollar minimum wage. They would be struggling yeah. if we'd never shut down.
1: Well, and. and- So I'm going to make a point. We'll jump over to the chat room real quick. I don't want to ignore everybody. But, you know, on top of that is what people don't realize. So I'm an above minimum wage employee for an organization. They're not going to raise my pay rate. So what that does is it disproportionately affects the middle class. See, it's not going to affect the ultra wealthy. As no. the poor is the one who's getting the pay raise, the middle class now has a less of a gap between you and that lowest income worker, but the gap between you and the wealthy people still exists, and the price of your goods, so if you're making $40,000 a year, the price of your milk goes from $2 a gallon to $3 a gallon. Your bread goes from $1 to $1.50, and it disproportionately affects you because you did not get a pay increase. They're actually giving the pay increase via inflation, the hidden tax, the greatest sin of a hidden tax that actually exists in our monetary system by design, and they're giving that tax money to the poor. So, all right let's go uh let's see freedom dove hey guys hey what's up random nomad 25 dollars on silver yeah it's been uh up and down i don't know where it ended uh ended up at today uh yeah and uh 15 hour federal minimum wage will uh kill businesses uh yeah it was i, I mean well it, it's not go, okay let's it's actually not going to kill major businesses because they're going to raise their prices it's going to kill the mom. i work for a large corporation it's going to kill gonna the kill it's going to kill
0: the little businesses
1: it's gonna kill the little yeah. if, which is, again is what they want that's what they why want did walmart, why did yep. walmart get to stay open but mom and pop hardware
0: didn't yep, yep. that's uh, it you know it, if you if you go back uh i was railing i've been railing on my instagram stories because it's about the only thing i'm not banned from these days people don't know this i'm banned from twitter and i mean i'm not banned but i'm in twitter jail you can't i can't Post anything on Twitter, and I'm I, I got out of Twitter uh, Facebook jail after 30 days, and spent about six hours out of Facebook jail, and then went right back in. And my uh, the reason I got put back in Facebook jail is because Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't even know if I can say his name on YouTube without getting banned. But anyway, uh, they were, you know, one of the leftist sites in California, Pop Culture, or something was talking about, you know, uh, uh, that he had been saying something racist in a bar or something like that. I can't, or he was in a bar and people were celebrating the, that he was that he was the in the t- bar. The T-shirt he had on said "Free as f." Yeah, yeah, and and that, so they were making a story out of it, and so you had all of these leftist, uh, and I've been trolling the hell out of them every time I get a chance, and uh, so they're going, he shouldn't even be allowed to be. Out of jail, he should still be in jail, blah blah blah. blah. And so, I put up that my comment was, That boy's a goddamn American hero. He took out them child molesters, and they'll never be molested because you know, one of them was a registered uh sex offender, uh, yeah. the ball headed guy that he shot. I said, yeah, the He's one that had a gun, who yeah, was a convicted felon, yeah, so gun exactly to work to stop convicted yep. felons from getting. Yeah, so I said, I said that boy's a goddamn He I said that boy's a goddamn American hero. He he planted them child molesters, and they'll never molest another child. I hope everybody in the bar bought him bought his beers for him, and banned on Facebook for thirty days. So, yeah, we're we're in we're in very strange times. And until you know, we've been we you know that video that I sent you right before the show starts. Mm-hmm. You know, until we actually decide to put a stop to this. It's going to continue. But the I was talking to a friend of mine. She's actually from Texas, but she's just as leftist as she can be. And I, t- I no, she's actually up in Illinois, but I met her here. I met her here in Long Beach, uh, but she's actually from Texas. I told her last night what, you know, because she doesn't understand anything that's going on. She doesn't get it. So I basically started, you know, uh, spoon feeding her stuff. So she would understand it. Cause she's like, there's not going to be any kind of civil war. What are you talking about? You need to just stop. You know, it's everything's going to get back to normal as soon as Biden's sworn in. And you know, she's on that, she's on that train. And I try, I let, I let her know. I said, no, 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 you don't understand where we're going. And I said, well, you don't understand, but the government does understand this. If conservatives ever do decide to take back this country, The government knows this. There's nothing the government can do about it. There's too many of us. That's why the Japanese never invaded this country uh, during World World War II. They thought about it. They wanted to invade America, but they knew that if they set foot, every American at that time was pretty much conservative, and they were all armed, and they knew that their troops would be wiped out immediately.
1: bring up this point and since you've been in facebook jail i know you didn't see what i post i don't think we talked about it directly and i bring this up religiously because again i used to be a cop but i'll be the biggest critic of a cop so in the military and the police they are just a grouping of average americans by volunteer and within that there's every subset that you have in america white black male female gay straight conservative liberal libertarian there are cops that want to protect your gun rights there are cops that literally want to take your guns from you so when you look at the capitol And it's like, look, they let him in. It was planned. Maybe it was, but I bet you those cops that actually moved the barriers and opened the doors. You'll come to find out that they're actually registered Republicans. They're Trump supporters. They identify with the people's right to be in the people's house. They weren't armed. It was just a group of protesters wanting to march on the Capitol building, and they let them in because they identify with them. That's going to happen in every police department. That's going to happen in every branch of the military. So people are like, oh, well, you can't defeat the United States military and all the weapons they have. Well, how many pilots that are actually conservative are just going to fly away with their latest F-35 or drive their tank right off the base or right off the street where they're deployed and take their weapons, their guns, their comms, their knowledge, and completely disrupt See, the United States military has to have command structure in order to function, whereas the American people don't. That is why we won the Revolutionary War. We do not have to have a command structure. All we know is we're going to kill all y'all until it goes away, and that's just our main objective. And that is, that, that'll probably get the video pulled, what I yeah. just said, you watch. That, that, that'll, that's what's going to kill this one. I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying that if it comes to that, it's going to be Vietnam. It's going to be a guerrilla warfare. You're going to have people defect from the military, people defect from law enforcement. It is just a matter of fact. I know the people who are in law enforcement. I know people who are in the military. And I guarantee you that they're going to take their oath to the Constitution a hell of a lot more serious than an actual illegal order that they don't have to follow.
0: Well, the other thing is, is people don't understand, is when it comes to the Constitution, the Constitution basically says that's why we are able to bear arms in case our government ever gets out of control and we feel like it's tyranny, we can take back this country from a rogue government. And that's kind of what was happening with the—it wasn't really a coup that happened that—it was kind of just a uh, shit show that happened at the Capitol, which, you know, yeah. if it, if it had been organized coup, it would have happened. If it, it had been a real, shit. if everybody had been on the same page and it had been a real organized coup, that should have, the
1: weapons, weapons would have come out and blood would
0: have dropped. That yeah. should have been over in a half an hour. And Nancy Pelosi's, you know, would be out there on her knees at gunpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's if it would have been a real organized coup, but it's, it was, it's a good propaganda 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 shit show for democrats to be able to say oh look how these uh the look how evil these republicans are you know that's basically what they're doing and, and scapegoating every republican gave, gave everybody every, cover yep. Gave the rhinos cover yep. gave
1: everybody covered to back away yep uh and go on with business as normal but you know to your point about your friend who thinks we're going to be back to normal so you mean to tell me on biden's inaugural address at the end of it he's like, okay we're back to normal, open everything up. It's We're, we're going to go back to the way we were four years ago when I left the vice president position. We're going to ignore that this happened, and we're just going to reinstate everything the way it was four years ago, and all the businesses are open tomorrow. No, that's never going to happen. Your money's not coming back. Your jobs aren't coming back. We've lost 60 million jobs. We could add a million jobs. A month which is an outstanding rate of growth that rarely happens in this country and it'll take us three years to get back all the jobs
0: we lost oh yeah and what's going on right here what's going on in california right now is uh you know it's it's the most mass nazi state in the united states probably uh and so everything's on lockdown you, you're not even supposed to travel 120 miles from your your domain your you're domicile. You're not supposed to travel 120 miles in. You're not supposed to be outside. You're not, it's all, everything's locked down. Uh, A lot of people are breaking that though. But here's the kicker. All of these people, all these Californians that have been uh, just struggling to get by on their crap uh, unemployment. Now the state of California, because they're so inept, they had millions and millions and millions of dollars of, uh, of unemployment fraud. So now they've just cut everybody off. Mm-hmm. So now you have these people that can't go to work because their, job, their jobs are closed and they've been surviving on their unemployment. And now the state of California has just cut their unemployment off until they can investigate the fraud, which they should have been if they were... All, all by design, my friend. All so, by design. So, oh, know, I agree. They're,
1: they're wanting, you know, so the Banking for All has already passed. Most people don't know that. You, you, the post office can't actually be a bank account for you. That's actually what it it gives so that everybody has equal access to it. Uh, And it doesn't mean you have to have a bank account uh, with a normal branch bank. We're all going to get bank accounts at the Federal Reserve. You're going to have the digital dollar. They're going to say, look, because this is so widespread, COVID relief for everybody straight from the federal government in your federal bank account at the Federal Reserve. You just can't take out cash. Go spend it. Do what you need to do with it is what they're doing. You know, uh, I've got a, a, a Facebook friend, who I met through a real estate group on Facebook because I own uh, an investment property and he owns some investment property. Well, Tennessee just extended the fact that they can't have in-person court hearings. He has tenants that he cannot evict for any reason. Oh yeah. At least in North Carolina, I was able to evict somebody for extending past their lease. I couldn't evict them for non-payment of rent, but they stayed over their lease and I was able to evict them for that reason. But he can't evict people. And he goes, what is the point of this? The Buildings are going to get foreclosed on. How does that help anybody? Then the people are still going to get evicted. Well, it's the well, same...
0: Same thing going on here in L.A.
1: Well, so stop and think about this. Play this out. So uh, being in the real estate field, 90% of uh, investment properties have a mortgage that's backed by Freddie and Fannie. And most people don't know. They actually do commercial loans, too, on apartment buildings. I mean, I'm not talking small apartments. I'm talking like the two or 300-unit apartment buildings. And so they have the loans. Those loans are backed by the Federal Reserve. It's the Federal Reserve's largest single asset mm-hmm. class is real estate. So when they all foreclose and they can't move the properties and the federal government's left holding the bag, who actually owns the buildings? The Federal, federal Reserve. Yeah, the federal government. So we go back to the Great Reset. You will yep. own nothing and you will rent everything directly from the federal government via federal stimulus money deposited directly into a federal bank account for you. that They print every month. This is all planned. It's it's, yep. it's all coming to fruition. fruition. And and so the, the moratorium on eviction, this is not going to go away. It's not going to go away.
0: And we've been talking about this as libertarians, though, for years. Mm-hmm. For 25 years, we've been talking that this, this was coming, that this day was coming, and now it's here. Uh, here in L.A., there's, I have friends that literally haven't paid rent in six, seven months. Because there's a, mo- a, mo- a moratorium to where you can't evict anybody. There's a, there's a city thing where you cannot evict anybody, anybody. So I read an article in the LA times like a month and a half ago, two months ago, and it was talking about all of these landlords that own these buildings, their mortgage, the banks are not, are not giving them any forgiveness. And so they're calling in their loans.
1: commercial. Yeah. Those are commercial loans. They're not like my investment property is actually a personal mortgage. Right. You can have a 10 of those as an individual. So mine's not a commercial loan. Uh, but yeah, on a commercial, the commercial real estate bubble will be the first thing to pop and that's just going to be catastrophic and collapse the banking
0: industry by itself. So you got, so you got it, you know, let's say you got a a landlord here in LA that's got like a fourplex, you know, he's got like a little two story fourplex apartment building and you know, the thing is, you know, it's a $5 million property and he's got like a 6,000 to $8,000 $8,000 a month mortgage on that property, which he makes, you know, he makes about 12 grand a month off of the property, off of the tenants. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it gives him like three or four thousand a month, you know, in, in, in the gross. In, in the gross. Yeah. Uh, but now he's been on the line for $8,000 a month every month for six months with no money coming in. And just spend just his savings. Yep, he's it's done. It's going
1: to go away because I, I'm going to take my building once it stops cash flowing. If I can't do that and I can't have some kind of you're just going to get out from underneath employer, it. I don't live there. I yeah. can give two shits about. the You just walk and away I from give two it. Shits about the people who live there. Basically, that's on you. Yep. You don't want to pay your rent. You want to let the building get dilapidated. I, I don't know what to tell you. They want to foreclose on it whatever, but that's that's what they want. They don't want you to own a real asset because on the other side of the reset, the only thing that's going to carry forward value in whatever the new system is, is tangible assets, real estate, gold, silver, things you can touch, feel, hold. You know, uh, the, the new book by James Rickards came out this week, which is The New Great Depression. And he talks about a guy during the Germany, during the Weimar hyperinflation. And I had to ask him, I could not remember his name, and I've only got the audio book, so I couldn't go back and search it real fast. And I asked him on Twitter, the, the, the German's name is Hugo Steins. And what Hugo did is he saw what was coming. He was already wealthy, but he used his actual dollar-denominated and Great British-denominated wealth, as collateral, he didn't actually spend any money to take out loans to buy as many ships as he could to buy as many businesses as he could before hyperinflation hit. But the loans were in German; uh, they weren't Reichsmarks, whatever they were back then, uh, the German currency. Which he saw hyperinflation coming, and literally within a year. He paid everything off with worthless money. He didn't owe a single single penny and he owned all that scot-free and they were tangible assets that produced cash flow in whatever the new currency system was. And he continued to reap wealth from that. And that is what people need to wrap their head around for the reset is you need assets, you need food protection, you need to be able to grow and produce your own food at your home for your family. And you've got to have those tangible assets that are outside of the monetary system. And look, i own some crypto but crypto is a uh gamble
0: yeah because the governments don't want competition and they're going to go digital well crypto is competition they're going to kill it well they're going to kill it well i was talking to a couple of friends uh like two or three months ago about the bitcoin thing you know and i told them you know bitcoin basically bitcoin survives as long as there's an infrastructure if shit hits the fan and electricity goes out your bitcoin is worthless if you don't have an internet connection, and there's no internet connections in a big city, then your bitcoin is worthless. And so anyway, my friend that I was telling you that, you know, she's up in Illinois now, but she's from Texas. I met her here, but she's a super hardcore liberal. Uh, she I was telling her last night. I said I can I can tell you exactly how this 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 pops off and it starts. If it's going to be guerrilla warfare, and the, the United States government knows this. You know, they were doing in Texas, they were doing these mock-up civil war things like two or three years ago, uh, when people were freaking out. I can't remember what the name of the the, the things were oh, called. Yeah. You remember what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. They were doing uh, it in so Obama many different was, states. Yeah,
1: actually it was when obama was still in yeah, office, yeah yeah and it was uh operation I, but it was a mass southern texas yep. you know they had drill they were bringing all these assets and stuff to to, to role play this and yep. you know here in north carolina we have fayetteville mm-hmm. so we have the home of delta force we right. have camp lejeune these guys train in the community uh and they, they stopped doing that about I'd say 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago now, one of the Delta Force operators were killed by a local sheriff's deputy because the Delta Force operator thought it was part of the training, and the sheriff's deputy, when the guy went for basically a real military gun with just simply a IR emitter light on it, the sheriff's deputy shot and killed the guy. Uh, and so they stopped the in-town role play, but they said, well, this was to train for the future of combat. Right. Well, the future of what combat? What combat? Like, what combat? What in Afghanistan looks like suburbia, North Carolina, with a
0: sheriff. Yep. Yeah. So I can tell you, you know, that's this is where this is where liberals are delusional. I have a friend of mine. He's a black guy, and uh, he was, you know, he's been talking a lot of smack, and he's like, "Oh, you think you 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 rednecks think you're the ones that got all the guns, homie? We got we got plenty of guns in the hood." I I'm like, "Yeah, but you, you know, you hold them like this." You know, because you don't really know how to fire them, so you're holding them like this, and all you pretty much got is pistols. I can hit you from a half a mile away with a two-two-three. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't even have to get. You know, I don't even have to see the whites in your eyes with my scope. Uh, but you know, so it's it's that kind of thing. But what they don't understand is we conservatives grow ninety percent of the food. If 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 shit hits the fan, I can I can tell you exactly how this is going to play out. These big metropolitan cities like L.A. New York City, even Dallas, Houston, these big metropolitan cities. The first thing that's going to happen is you're going to have military guys uh, that know that know how to do things. They're going to come in, and the first thing they're going to attack is the electrical grid. They're going to hit these power stations, knock the electricity out. Uh, and and the other thing is, there's no security at these power stations. There's no real security. They're unguarded, and the the government knows this.
1: And we'll go a step further because I've I've thought about this for a book I'm writing, law enforcement, right? So I used to be a cop. The entire communication system's built on radio towers and repeaters. Yeah, you knock those down, they're going to take electricity out. They're going to take that down. If they wanted a coordinated attack where police can't respond, they would have, I don't know, 100 or 200 people in a uh, in a VoIP call pool flood the 911 lines, and nobody knows what's going on because they're all getting false calls for gunshots and violence and riots, and and it's just complete utter distraction and chaos i mean it's just basic sun Tzu art of war kind of stuff that most america's not ready for uh and you're right the the food thing at that point major urban areas are food deserts exactly it, it takes forever to get food into them it takes forever for people to get the food staged, and the people who are smart and you're already seeing it are fleeing the major urban areas because they see it coming, coming. they know what's going to yep. happen and they have no local resources. And even your smaller towns, most people are used to just in time supply chain where you can go to your local, uh, whatever your local your grocery, grocery store, store. Is and, and, and pick up a fresh pack of hamburger instead of just, you know, what farmer John in your County can grow. And that's what you eat today.
0: But, but my point is, is, is once they hit that, once the electrical grids out, let's say Los Angeles, if Los Angeles goes 90% dark, these people aren't going to be worried about fighting conservatives. They're going to be worried about surviving, because you the. Defend yourself first. Because do you remember how fast toilet paper flew off the shelf, yeah. in these major metropolitan areas? There was no toilet paper to be found.
1: Paper, rice, beans, baby formula.
0: Now what happens when there's no food at all to be found? They're going to be eating each other. They're going to be fighting each other. Hours. They're gonna, hours from total they're gonna be they're gonna be fighting each over each other over whatever they can find. All conservatives have to do is set out in the rural metro, rural areas and wait for these metropolitan yuppies, because because some of them are gonna get brave and go okay you know we're gonna have to get out of the city and they're gonna well, get. I want
1: to p- pause you for a second. Freedom Dove says yeah I know how to grow food I always promote uh, how to grow food. So Freedom Dove are you actually currently growing food because if you're not you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, because when you wait until it starts, you yeah, find eat and plant a garden, plant you're a, done. You're, you're already. Unless, oh, good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, she is. All right, let's she's
0: get some chickens too. She's a yeah. She's a she's she's on board with us. I can tell you already. She's into okay. herbs, herbal medicines, and everything else. Uh, but yeah, so you know, my my thing is is I'm lucky because I have a brother that, that runs a 500 head you know head a cattle ranch. We got enough food to last us for a long, long time. And that's exactly where I'll head. But, you know, as as things turn into chaos in these major metropolitan, you know, it's going to be like the walking dead. You know what I mean? People are going to be trying to get, you know, you'll have city people trying to get out of the city. And the problem is, is what they don't understand is once, you know, I I, I put up a post the other day and I was like, civil war is here. You saw it. You got to you got to pick it. You got to pick a side. One peop one. One side owns all the tech. They own all the tech, all the media, everything else. They own all that. One side owns 70% of the guns and, grow, and cultivates 90% of the food. Now, if you've chosen that side, the tech side, then you better not come out of the city. Because if you come out of the city, you're going to become fertilizer, because yeah. country people aren't going to be welcoming to you. I don't care what you look like. You may be a gorgeous little couple and coming out in your little Jeep Wrangler. Oh, we're just hungry. Can we get some food? Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. That that Jeep's going to be full of holes. And people don't understand this. I mean, it's it it won't even be a it won't even really be a war. The only thing that would be a war is if the government, the leftist NWO government, does pull. A, a force together of the United States military to fight the resistance, to fight the uh, you know the uprising. That's the only thing that'll be a war, and they don't stand a chance either because there's too many of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's just a war of attrition. Yeah, you know it. it I mean it's the same reason why they're going to, to fall. Chinese, they're going to fall at some point. That all the tech and all the hot, you know, you only have so many cruise missiles. You only have so many guided yep. bombs before they're actually depleted. Well, uh, random. Uh, let's see, uh, Freedom Doug Uh, city ordinance, uh, Hey, so freedom to look into quail rabbit and guinea pig. They're quiet. They're small. And you could even keep them in your house if you wanted to, and they wouldn't know about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, food sustainability is a big thing. We're ramping up the garden this year. Uh, we're going to add more chickens, uh, contemplating putting up a privacy fence. I I live on the edge of a city, but technically I'm in the County, but I am in the subdivision. So just as a politeness to my neighbor, I'm considering just putting up a privacy fence and I might get one or two goats.
0: Uh so yeah my yeah, brother I, I don't, I'm not. my brother's ranch I was you know I was out there uh, during his wedding in October and I was like dude we need to get some chickens out here and he's like we can't have chickens because the cow eats them I was like oh hell yeah that's right I forgot about that there's too many cows out there we shoot them out every day out there yeah, on the ranch I
1: mean, you'd have to have a very uh, well contained I mean my chickens they're in a dog kennel with a regular and a regular doghouse in there as a coop yeah uh, and there's a tarp cover and about nothing i worry about snakes uh yeah a sneaky raccoon could get in if, if it wanted to crawl up through the uh kennel cover and tarp and over and in but that's a that's a lot of work for i think there's trash trash everywhere that, that
0: raccoons can eat around here so where we where we grew up uh like when i was a kid you know we had probably 40 or 50 chickens So the deal is, as we grew up, when you have that many chickens, basically, you you know, they roost at night and then you Mm -hmm. go and you shut the door on the hen house and you gather the eggs. But then first thing in the morning, like when we would do the chores and we would milk the cattle and feed the horses, the first thing you do is open the door on the chicken coop so they can just come out. So they're just roaming around the property all day long is kind of you know the way the chicken thing well, works. and they have
1: they have uh, optical uh, optical doors now if you actually have a real coop it's set up like what you're talking about where the door opens when the sun comes up and once oh. it's dark you set a timer for an hour after it's dark and they can go in i just don't want my chickens to roam cuz well, yeah. I, I do live i do live in a busy road and I want yeah. the chickens long
0: uh, yeah. if that happens gotcha yeah even so, my, I, my yeah, gr- I mean
1: everyone should up their food production at home now now is the time to Learn to garden. Learn to can. You can't find canning supplies, by the way, Rav. Like I, 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 cur jars know, and stuff. Yeah, 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 jars lids, seals. Um, the cookers. Uh, I mean, you can order stuff online, but you can't even get jars, lids, and seals on Amazon currently. So, what does that tell you? Peep, is going peep, on. People can't keep up with producing all of this. Well, it's it's
0: it's uh, it's rural people that are canning all their stuff, just like ammo. They're stocking up and canning all their stuff. What's funny to me is, you know, I have uh, several liberal friends that uh, back, uh, you know, when all this kind of thing just kind of kicked off, like uh, in May, you know, they were texting me, you know, how do I get a gun? Can I get a gun? I need to get a gun. And, you know, I I gave a few, probably three or four of them. I gave them avenues of how they could actually get a gun here in California. Uh, And so they went that route. Yeah, legally. Let's let's try to vet vet that conversation. legal guns is what I meant. You know, not building like a ghost gun or anything. Like they they could get a a real gun, a registered gun registered in California, and actually be legal gun owners. So I kind of you know, but the problem is they didn't even know the first thing about where to go get a gun. You know that kind of thing. And there's not you don't see gun gun stores on every block here in California. They're kind of hidden here and there. Uh, But the thing is, is they're first time gun owners. You know what I mean? Like if we go to war, if it's me against them, they don't even, they don't even really know how to operate their gun. Now I can tell you right here beside me, I have a gun that I've owned for 35 years. My dad gave it to me, my 14th birthday present. You know what I mean? I've put thousands of rounds through that gun. I've killed dogs with it. I've killed cats with it. I've killed dove, quail. I've killed everything with that gun. You know what I mean? Uh, and these people have never shot anything. So when it comes down to it, when the shit hits the fan, I mean, it's it's not even going to, you know, it it, it, it it would be like, a, I, I equate it to this. I've used this analogy a couple of times. It would literally be like WWE guys. They're big guys. You know what I mean? Like Hulk Hogan and those guys. It would be like those guys coming up against and fighting real UFC fighters. That's what it's going to yeah. be like. The right yeah. will be UFC fighters, and the left will be like WWE stars, like Dwayne yeah, look, The Rock Johnson.
1: Say, I'm in my mid-40s. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, definitely overweight, uh, but I used to be a cop. Yeah. I did hundreds and thousands of hours of training, thousands and thousands of rounds of ammunition through a weapon. I've been in situations where you have to make literal life-and-death decisions. Luckily, I never shot anybody. I almost did. I I (coughs) walked through the mental exercise of whether or not I can even do that. Most people don't understand that in the military, 40% of infantrymen, when they're in their first combat, refuse to actually shoot a person. They'll fire the gun and intentionally miss. The military knows that. They absolutely know that. And that is why a lot of military tactics are based on groups, is because if you just had one or two people, you couldn't depend on them to execute their objective by what? themselves unless they are the highly trained SEALs Delta, the people who are made to operate on their own, okay? So, your your point is that you have people who hunt, you know, so they don't even necessarily have been looked at. we you got people who have went hunting since they were seven-year-old with their That's dad. That's me. That's and me. In 30s, 40s, and 50s. That's me. And, and they can hit a deer at 700 yards That's me. 308 yep. with nothing more than iron sights on there and looking at the wind like they're Sergeant York.
0: Yep. Uh, with me is a thirty eight six. I don't know what they shoot. The, with they with three zero eight these days.
1: Three zero eight is probably thirty eight six is you don't really mind losing the shoulder when you hit the deer, but the the three zero eight is a pretty clean round right through. So yeah, well, three zero eight seems to be the uh, uh, the Remington and that platform is the I mean it's what the sniper rifles in the military are based off of. So well, when, the, the when I was
0: when I was a kid and we went elk cutting and stuff up in Colorado, that's what we were all carrying was thirty eight six. Well, elk is yeah, yeah. Down here we got the little deer. Elk oh, yeah. Or elk the, and yeah. moose. Yeah, it's going to require something more substantial. Yeah, but for yeah. sure. Well, you can you can get actually get one of them with an AR, with an AR or just a two o three if you get them in the heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I a, mean a North two Carolina's two three. Illegal, yeah. yeah, North Carolina is actually illegal to sh- hunt with a two two three for for deer. Is it really? Uh, it, just, it, it, it well, it just doesn't do enough damage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 so yeah, for sure. Well, that makes want, sense. They don't want the animal to suffer. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to run off and get yeah. lost. And people out there just shooting deer that they're. They can't find. Yeah, for sure. So. Totally
0: get it. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking uh you know, a two two three is not a big round. So unless you're really ac- no, I mean, unless you're really accurate with it. I huh? mean if you don't think about it,
1: but you, know, you clean an AR barrel with a twenty two cleaning yeah, swap.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, That's what people clean, don't understand.
1: Small diameter, it just goes really,
0: really fast. That's what people don't Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, all right, John. We are already uh, ten minutes after an hour. I just want to appreciate I want, appreciate you, buddy, for coming back on. I really want to yeah. appreciate you uh, feeding me these videos. Where are you getting? Are you in like some kind of groups? Because I, I keep a pretty keen yeah. eye out, and you always find these things before I do and send them to yeah, me. You know, I mean,
1: it's uh, some of the Facebook groups. I mean, a lot of the meme groups, and then you turn it into comments. And when you start getting through the comments, people are posting things. Uh, I think the you know so the the one you did the video yesterday on the uh, the the vaccine. Uh, I think uh, my wife actually shared that. Was I don't it? know where she got it. She shared that and tagged me in it, and it, it, it went from there. And then, just on the vaccine thing, I don't know where to get off here, but the New York Post just had an article they put out today. 23 people in, I say the Netherlands. And they admitted they were all over 80, but 23 elderly people died after receiving the vaccine vaccine. yeah i think it's going to come out the the high risk people they're giving to first 23 of them died
0: i think uh you know so far from what i understand it's just the moderna that that people are really having the side effects but you know there's one that was one pro vaccine doctor uh this nurse tiffany dover that we still don't know where she's at but one pro vaccine doctor died uh tiffany dover a lot of people speculate and think she has died there's saying that she, they found yeah. her death certificate and now you're having uh this the you know this thing where they're having this these uncontrollable shakes so but the problem is is you're going to get the the pro-vaxxers that ever wants everybody to line up for this vaccination they're going to start suppressing this just like like they're suppressing conservatives with spree free speech i see it coming down the rail already
1: yeah i mean and they're not even listening to actual other doctors and scientists they're living listening to the government paid Doctors like they're the only people. Like they're the only. Like Fauci. yeah, I mean, so all these people who are anti or maybe not even anti-vaccine, most of the doctors are like, look, we need more studies. This needs yeah. to go through the process. If it works, yeah, they just rush this there's thing no out. Data, there's no peer review. There's no study group. There's no control group. There's way too much going on, way too fast for us to know what's actually happening with these people. And they continue to push it. But those people get shut out. So you mean to tell me some dude that's went to John Hopkins and, and has worked in some of the premier medical facilities his entire life. All of a sudden, all that means shit. Like, it's just, it's jacked to anybody because he doesn't work for the CDC.
0: Well, I think what they've, uh, I think, you know, the thing that people don't understand is, you know, we think there's some pretty nefarious operators in the government, but most people think the government's on their side. I guarantee you that the government, that these experts that, you know, from Moderna and from Pfizer have already said, look, there's going to be a certain, a small, percentage of the population that are going to die or going to have adverse effects to these vaccines. And the government is already, you know, they're just collateral damage because the people that aren't, they want to get the vaccine to them anyway. So if you're going to, if you're going to have adverse effects to it, oh, well, it's just, you know, that's your problem. Well, you're, you're just one, you're just one mean, of the few.
1: Yes, there's people in the government that are indifferent. That, yeah. That's the best you're going to get is that yeah. it's actually just a job at some desk jockey somewhere in the government is that they're indifferent. There is nobody who's for you. There's no one in Um, the government exactly. for you. Nobody. And they're either indifferent or they're in it for their own personal agenda or they're in it for a larger political globalist agenda that they are part of that regime because ultimately they're going to benefit from themselves. I go back to George Carlin. It's a big club.
0: And we ain't in it. it. Exactly. The, The liberal godfather from back in the day. He was the yeah. liberal godfather from back in the day. Anyway, guys, uh, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of the American Nomad Podcast. I want to thank my guest, Mr. John Leonard. It's always a pleasure to have you, buddy. Maybe we need to look and start trying to do this once a week or once every two yeah. weeks or something. Yeah, so- I, I, we,
1: we can... We can make that work, man, until they uh, shut us down. We'll, we need to make sure we got multiple platforms, uh, video and, and audio.
0: I do want to say really quick, and I let my temper and my emotions get the best of me, but for all of us conservatives, we do need it, trolling, but we need to learn to troll on a uh, more politically correct basis because we don't need to get thrown off these platforms because we still need to be able to troll the left for as long as we can troll them. Because they've been trolling us for five, for four years, and now we need to be able to give them a good dose of their own medicine. Well,
1: I'm going to I'm going to be a little more. Uh, you need intel. Yeah. And if everybody gets kicked off the platform, yeah, it dries up.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, I've even seen on Twitter where people are uh, begging Elon Musk to create a new uh, social media social media deal. So we'll we'll see what happens. But the right needs to uh, they need to build their own infrastructure is what needs to happen
1: there needs to be an actual open platform for everything. Uh, and I don't know who that person is uh, I don't or, or, or group of people is. I don't, I don't, that's a big undertaking. And, and then you still talk about the actual web and the communications company that control your actual internet service uh, would still have control if they become FCC regulated, uh, which has been the push all along. The government can just simply tell Comcast or uh, whomever, Hey, look, you you can't uh, you can't access those IP addresses. Right. It's literally what China yeah. does.
0: Yeah. So uh, so Freedom Dove says Gab is the only thing left. And what most people don't understand, I'm hearing all my conservative friends saying Gab is this brand new service. What people don't understand is Gab got Gab was parlor two years ago and the government or not the government but these big tech companies went after gab 2 years ago and apple threw the gab through gab out of the uh, apple store like 2 years ago Ab- gab's been around for 2 years gab is not new but when gab got thrown off of got thrown out of the apple app store and the google play store they went out and built their own servers so they actually have their own servers which is what happened to parlor because parlor didn't take they didn't take a a, a play out of uh, the gap playbook and see this coming so so parlor was hosted on amazon's freaking servers so that's why Parlor went away is because Amazon just dumped them off of their servers. Gab has their own servers. With that being said, I have not been able to get on Gab all day long because the, yeah, it's over they, it's they they're, can't they're, handle the bandwidth. They can't handle the bandwidth. They're, they're hand, overwhelmed. So they're, they're getting inundated with it. Yep. They're going to have to
1: figure out how to scale. Yep. But scaling costs money. I mean,
0: But the know, thing they, about it is is they is need to
1: become the wiki uh, Wiki of uh, uh, social media. There's, and there's honestly just beg for money.
0: There's plenty of us to support them. They just yeah. need to get. They need to get like a you know like some Charge kind of a three dollar membership fee. Yeah, exactly. A no, month. Can't afford $3 yep, a month. for sure. Five bucks, ten I bucks, totally agree. I totally agree. Oh yeah, that's a uh, that's a great point, uh, Freedom Dove. I read that today as well. So Gab mirrored, mirrored, has been mirroring all of President Trump's tweets for months. So every tweet that uh, was on Twitter that got deleted, they're all on Gab. And yeah. there was a WikiLeaks dump, so if you're a WikiLeaks fan, go to WikiLeaks because there was another dump about six Man, days, about a week ago. I need yeah. someone to give me yeah. a summary but that there, I can trust. There, but there, is, there, is a, there was another WikiLeaks dump.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Assange didn't hit the kill switch when he was arrested.
0: And Man, was just everything the only thing that's the one thing that i hope trump does before he leaves office but i don't think the deep state is going to permit it, is i want assange and uh, Stone to be i want trump to pardon both of them
1: well interesting you know the uk blocked the united states extradition of assange yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was a move that i did not see coming Stemming either yeah i don't understand why they did that the only thing i can think is assange has something on on, on them the british government yeah. or the royal family well we can about bet he's got something yeah. on the royal family but that if he leaves that country, that that portion gets dumped.
0: Yep. I wouldn't doubt it. All right, guys. Uh, I want to thank again my uh, good friend, John Leonard, for joining us here today, and hopefully we'll have him back on here in a week or so. You guys take care of yourself. Have a great weekend, and uh, we will see you back here Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, and what is that, 10 on the East Coast?
1: Ten on the East Coast. Yeah, ten yeah. on the East Coast. Carson's nominating anymore We're the best thing.
0: <laughs> right on. All right, buddy. Uh, have hey, a yeah. great weekend, John. All right, guys. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, Freedom Dove, Random Nomad, uh, Joe Eldorado. Who else did we have? Uh, Matilda. Uh, anyway, you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us here on another episode of the American Nomad. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And cue the outro.
1: Thank you for listening to the American Nomad Podcast. Until next time, keep looking up because that's where it all is.